Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Yudalad, which is on page 50. Dine Tzitzis Shason Eno Yehudi Venoshin Vitala Shu'ula. A little bit of a mixture of halachas here, but very interesting. The halachas of Tzitzis that were made by a non Jew or by a woman and a barotalis. And here in this simon we'll get in, involved in very interesting halachas about when a person gets an aliyah and he borrows someone's talis or he uses the shul's talis, make a bracha, not make a bracha. Later in the simon we'll get into that. Amir Hashem. Really tomorrow night. But for tonight we'll start with halacha aleph. The Machaber says, Tzitzis Shason Eno Yehudi Puzzle. Tzitzis that were made by a non-Jew are puzzle. Dixiv Daber El Bnei Yisrael. As we know, the parish of Tzitzis in Kriyashma starts off, Daber El Bnei Yisrael. La Puke Eno Yehudi. It's coming to exclude a guy. So that's clear in the Machaber that a guy who does it will see exactly what it's talking about. It's putting the strings in the garment. That, if that's done by a non-Jew, it is puzzle. So Mechaber Paskins that a guy is Pasal and an Isha is Kshera. The Ramah writes, however, The Ramah says there are those who are Machmir to require a man to do this Asiyah. It is better to follow that Mahalach and have a man do it. So the Ramah argues on the Isha but not on the guy. So a guy, everyone agrees, cannot do it. And by an Isha, the Mechaber said she's kosher. And the Ramah said that there are those who require dafka man, and it's good to be machmir to have a man doing it. So let's see the Mishaburas. If cut an alab, what does it mean, Shason, a guy that made the tzitzis? What does that mean to make the tzitzis? Pirish, shehitilan babeged. The guy placed the strings in the garment. Posel afilu bi Yisrael omed al gabo umlandeu lasos lishma. It's going to be a puzzle if the guy put the strings inside the hole of the garment, even if a Jew is standing over him and teaching him to do a lishma. We learned earlier that if the guy does the spinning of the strings, or he does the shazira, the intertwining of the strings, in this manner with the Jew standing over him, teaching him to do a lishma, it's kosher laha rush. We had a machlok as the rush in the Rambam, and the rush said it was okay. But over here, when it comes to the Asiya, that's not going to be good by a non-Jew. And this is specifically if he stuck the strings into the corner. Or he did the first wrappings around, or he made the first knot. However, But if a Jew put the strings in the garment, they did the first knot, they did the first set of wrappings. So if the Jew started off and did everything that's required, and the guy finished off the extra credit parts of the mitzvah, which is only the mitzvah, that would be okay. So the limitation of the guy, like we see over here, is sticking it into the garment and then doing the first knots and the first wrappings. That would be usr. But if a Jew does those first three stages, putting it into the garment, doing the knot and the wrappings and the wrappings and the knot, which we discussed earlier, and then the guy does the rest, then it would be okay. That's when it comes to a non-Jew. And then we said in the Mechaber that an Ish is Kshayra, but the Ramah said there are those who are Machmir Lahatzrech Anoshim. So if you look at Sivkot and Beis, Lahatzrech Anoshim, even if a man is standing over the woman, it will not help. Those who are machmir, I say a woman shouldn't do it. It's also from this pasuk of Dabrel Bnei Yisrael Vaasu, which is mashma also Bnei Yisrael and not Benos Yisrael, and therefore women are out. 
Therefore, standing over them doesn't help. If it's exeris akasa that they can't do it, it's not an inion of lishma. It's just the Torah says they can't do it. And the same way standing over the guy wouldn't work, so too standing over the woman, it wouldn't work. Says the Mishabura Vaitir in Sivkotan Gimel. So we said, some are machmir to have men do it. This is specifically referring to the sticking of the scissors into the garment. But like we learned earlier in Hilchah Sitzis, the spinning and the intertwining, that is mutter for women to do. It's only the asiyah, the placing it in the garment, that is also for the women to do according to this other, the machmir shita. And then the Ramah said, Lamaisa, it's tov lasos ken lachachila. Lachachila, it is better to have a man doing the asiyah. So look at the Mishabur in Sefkot and Dawud. V'chein ro'i v'nochon sholo lasos l'chatchila hatolas atzitzis babeget shal godol al yidei koton pochos meyud gimel shonim. So too, here the Mishabur switches gears a little bit. He's going on that which the Mechaber, the Ramah said, it's better for a man to do it, not a woman. Says the Mishabur, it's also befitting that l'chatchila, the tzitzis should not be placed in a beget of a godol by a koton less than 13 years old. The same way a woman shouldn't do it, a cotton should not do it. But if the boy is 13 years old, even if he did not yet bring Saros, even even you don't have to be machmir, it's okay once he turns 13. The Arzos Achayim says, not only is it okay with the Eved, which is mashma from the first Shita, that L'chathchila, a cotton shouldn't do it, but with the Eved it's okay. The Arzaz Chaim goes further and says that even L'chathchila, a cotton could do it. So in the Mishabur here we have two Shitas by a cotton. One says L'chathchila, he shouldn't do it, which is mashma with the Eved, he can do it. And the second Shita says L'chathchila, he could do it. But the Mishabur ends up with a very important point. That which we say a cotton could do it, but the Eved of the is only if a Godel is standing over him, training him and teaching him how to do it with But if he doesn't have a Godel, even if the cotton already put the strings in the garment, you're going to have to take him out and redo them. It's not good. So this is a very important point when you come back to this when we see a Bir Lacha and some notes. But that's what was coming out over here. On that which, just summarizing, that which the Ramah said, that it's better for a man to do it, L'Chathchila, and not a woman. So the Mishabura says, so too when it comes to a Katan, one Shita says, L'Chathchila, a Katan shouldn't do it, right? But the he can. And one Shita says, L'Chathchila, a Katan could do it. But the Mishabura says, all these Shitas that are lenient by a Katan, it's only if there's a Godol Omer Al-Gabov. And again, the case of the Mishabura is a cotton doing it for the talus of a gadol. That's important, as you'll see soon, because soon we're going to discuss a cotton doing it for himself. Um, usually we say that. It could be what he means over here is that we don't know that he brought Shtei Cyrus. I have a feeling that's what he means. If we don't know, so then we, there's, a, then there's, a, there's a chazaka of Rabbah that, that he does, that a 13-year-old does have Shtei Cyrus. I don't know if the Mishabura means that we know for sure he doesn't have the Shtei Cyrus. Because otherwise I think you're, you're correct. Yeah, I know. I'm just not sure. Um, okay, let's see the last Mishabura and then we're going to see a couple of notes and we'll see the Bir Lacha as well. So again, we said that it's good to have a man doing it as opposed to a woman Lachatchila. But b'di'evit, it is okay to have a woman doing the placing of the strings inside the tzitzis. 
And even if a man is not standing over the woman, she is believed to say that she put it in the shame tzitzis and bedyevet if she did it, where it's okay. So even if she says she did it lishma and it wasn't with anyone standing over, it would be okay. Let's look at a couple of notes and then we'll see a very interesting Bialacha. Let's start with note number one. Note number one is going on that which the Mishnabura said in Sipkaton Bays. The reason why some are machmi that a man should do it and not a woman is from that very passage that excludes a guy. It says, Daber el b'nei Yisrael. So b'nei Yisrael and not a guy. And b'nei Yisrael and some say, L'me'ute b'nos Yisrael. So he asked the question, note number one, what about a ger? Does B'nai Yisrael exclude a ger? So, L'gabi Asiyah sits Ayyidei ger, Kosava primigodim, Sha'afsha, Tosos donu im gerhu b'chlal B'nai Yisrael. Even though Tosos as a Shaila is a ger considered in that category of B'nai Yisrael, Mikomokom keven shalabadnu shegerim chayovim b'levish tzitzis. Since we learn out that gerim are chayiv in the mitzvah tzitzis, the Gemara learns out because of the Hekeshom kilayim to tzitzis, so since they're chayav and kilai and they're chayav and tzitzis as well, memelech sheirheim laasosa kilomistaber lamatam. So the prima gadim says memelech since they're chayav in the mitzvah they'll be kosher to do it because it doesn't make sense that someone who's chayav in the mitzvah wouldn't be allowed to to prepare the mitzvah. In note number two, we're going on that which we said in the mishavura that it's roi v'nachon lachatchila that a cotton should not do it. Mashma shebidiyevit ain't sarach lahatir as tzitzis. It's mashma that bidiyevit if a cotton did do it, it's okay. Fine. That we pointed out. And the last note that we'll see, and then we'll go to the Biralacha, is note number three. We said that this, this heter of having a katan do it, is only if a godos omed al gabav. So he just reviews what we learned earlier in the Biralacha. He says, When it came to spinning the strings of the tzitzis, when we said it works with a godol omed al gabav, it has to be, it's not a one-time thing, oh, remember to do it lishma. You have to be there constantly being mechazik and to do it lishma. The ain dai bamesh omer lokein pam achas kodem asiyah. It's not enough to tell him once, you have to be mamish over him to make sure that he is staying focused on his lishma. Now let's see a very interesting biyalacha. If you look at the first biyalacha, lahatrich anashim. So let's just review what the, the Mishaburu said. The tzad to require a man to do it and not a woman is from the Pasuk of Dabir al Bnei Yisrael, which, exclu- which possibly, according to one shita, excludes women. Zokta Biralacha, I am the Mishabura. Vuatam shal ma'aram shehuva bagos maimani. The Mishabura brings down the reason of the ma'aram, which is brought in agos maimani. Velohe takti atam mishum dadur avenotam. But I did not bring in the Mishabura the other reason which, which we might want to exclude women from doing the asiyah of the tzitzis, which is that of avenotam. Kedi'it of the Magen Avram, the Magen Avram brings down. Mishum dekol she'eno belevisha eno ba'asiyah. He says anyone who's not chayiv in the wearing of tzitzis is not allowed to do the asiyah. So that's another reason why we would potter women from being able to do the tzitzis. Since they're potter from tzitzis, they're not included in the mitzvah tzitzis, they can't do the asiyah. That's another reason the Mishibur didn't bring down. But there's a very big nafkamina between the two reasons. This nafkamina would be that if you learn it from the Xeris HaKos of, of Bnei Yisrael and not Bnei Yisrael, it's a din exclusive to tzitzis. But if you learn it that whatever mitzvah a woman is not chayivim, she can't do the asiyah, then a woman wouldn't be able to put together your lulav and esrog. A woman wouldn't be able to build a sukkah because she's not included in the kiyam of the mitzvah and therefore she wouldn't be able to do the asiyah. So there would be a very big nafkamina if you learned this reason for why the women should not do the asiyah of the tzitzis. 
Why didn't I bring it down? Says the Chavetz Chaim. Mishum the Mashma b'Darche Moshe Shelo Choshes Rak L'Maram. The Moshe, which is the Ramah, he's Mashma that he wasn't concerned except for the Ramah Shita, and therefore that's all I brought down in the Mishabura. The Chain Ba'Olas Tamer Matzasi Kain, and so too by the Olas Tamer I found only that reason. Im Kain Ein Lahachmir Gam Bekaton. Memela, if the reason why we're excluding women is Bnei Yisrael v'Lobnos Yisrael, it wouldn't exclude Katanim. But if we say the other reason, whoever's not included in the mitzvah is not can't do the asiyah, it would also knock out a katan. So he writes, Therefore, we, we're in the Bira Lacha. Therefore, we, we don't be machmir by a katan either. Says the Bira Lacha, but in any case, since these achronim do bring down the to be careful that a katan shouldn't do it, lamaisa roi v'nochon lasos it's, a, it's befitting not to have a cotton do it, even though according to the reason that the Mishabura brings down from the Maram, a cotton would be okay, but the feed the other reason, a cotton wouldn't be okay. I have a proof you that that's wrong. That what's wrong? Because if a woman has a male baby, right? She made the male baby, right? And he has to have a bris. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Says the Biyalach of um, so again, so the, the, the Chavaz Chaim is saying that it's roi to, to be cautious that a cotton shouldn't do it, to be concerned for this reason of Rabbeinu Tam. And now he gets out an interesting discussion about a cotton. But it's poshit, this whole discussion, I pointed this out in the Mishabura, this Indian of being machmed that a cotton shouldn't put the strings in his garment, that's only for a gadol. But a cotton to make his own tzitzis, that would be okay. I was happy to see this very lovely because when I was in camp once when I was a little boy we, we made tzitzis and I remember being excited to wear the tzitzis that I made. So a cotton avada says in the Shibura could wear the tzitzis that he made. Imraki gil v'chinuch shehu mechuyah midrabanon b'mitzvah tzitzis umikri bar levisha lahotzias asmu b'tzitziyosav. So he says it's partial that a cotton himself would be allowed to put the tzitzis in according to everyone if he's the, as long as he's a gil v'chinuch. There he's already mechuyam in the midst of tzitzis. He's considered a bar levisha, and therefore he can be motzi himself with his tzitzis. And then he goes even further, says a bigger chiddush, and then we'll see a couple of interesting notes on this. Vyosir nirali, and further it appears to me that even if this cute little twelve-year-old boy made a pair of tzitzis in camp, and he comes home and he's wearing it, and then he gets bar mitzvah a few months later, so he can keep it on. So the tzitzis he made as a katan for himself when he was a katan, he can continue wearing when he's a gadol also. He can't make the tzitzis for a gadol. But if he made it for himself as a katan, he can continue wearing when he's a gadol. Very interesting. That would be like a case of b'dyevet. We said b'dyevet, a katan could do it. So therefore, if a katan made it for himself when he was a katan, now that he becomes a gadol, he can continue wearing it. But the Ebed, we're not worried about Rabbeinu Tam. This is as long as he knows that when he was 12 years old and he made it, that he knew that he did it Lishma. If he says he did it Lishma for himself when he was 12, he can continue wearing it when he is Bar Mitzvah. I think he might be able to lend that also. We'll, we'll see. We'll see in a couple of notes. I think he might be able to. We'll see. It's a good question. So I want to point out a couple of interesting notes over here. If you look first at note number six, we just said in the Bira Lacha, it's poshut that a katan himself is mutter to put it. This isn't according to everyone. Midvarov elu 
Lemitzvos bechefet shel mitzvah haposel legodol v'lochein yochol koton lichtov leatzmot tefillin uleloshon. I don't know if anyone remembers this from Hilchos Hilchos Lulav. We had this. There's a machlokas in the poskim whether a koton has to just do the ma'isa hamitzvah the same, but he doesn't actually have to be mekayim the mitzvah, or does everything have to be exactly right? So Rabbi Yosha points out from this Be'alacha, you see clearly, the Katan is making the tzitzis when he's 12 years old. If a Katan really can't make tzitzis for a Gadol, so how is he a Katan wearing tzitzis that a Katan made? If he has to be Makayim in the Mitzvah, the exact way that a Gadol has to be Makayim it, so the same way a Gadol shouldn't wear tzitzis that a Katan made, so the Katan for a Chinuch shouldn't wear tzitzis that a Katan made. So Rabbi Yosha said, you see from here, that since he, as long as he's doing the Maisa Mitzvah, he's wearing pair of tzitzis that in his mind it looks the same, so that's fine, even though in the way it was made wouldn't be appropriate for a gadol. That's what Eliyasha points out. We had this discussion earlier. But you see that it's more, there's more to it because the next line, the Be'er says that he, that he himself is allowed to wear those tzitzis when he becomes a gadol. So what he did, the, the, what he did was okay. There must be some other reason why... You're saying the fact that we see it, it would be okay for a Gadol... I don't know what it is, but... but yeah, so we're going to see that. You're saying a very good point. You're saying an excellent point. Right. Maybe Rav Yosha's Raya is not such a clear Raya, because since in this case, this is what Shlaim is saying, a very good point, that if we would just say the Katan Kuwer Stam, so that's one thing. But we're saying that the Katan Kuwer, even when he becomes a Gadol, so we see, in, at least in some ways, this, this is good for a Gadol. So why should he, as a Katan, be any worse than a Gadol? So you don't have a Raya from here necessarily that by a different mitzvah, where a Gadol wouldn't be Yotze at all, ever, with this Chayfetz, that he would be able to be Yotze with it. That's what, uh, that's what Shalim is asking. It's an excellent question. Very good Ha'ara. What? Only through him wearing it, then maybe someone else could wear it. No, but he didn't forget someone else which you asked, which is, which is an excellent question. He's just saying, for sure, the, the Chavaz Chai said Mufurish, that he could wear it when he's a Gadol. So we see this Chavaz Shal Mitzvah is 100% fine for some Gadol. So then why shouldn't it be okay for the Katan? Right? So you don't have a Raya from here. The Rabbi Yashem wants to get a Raya from here that in general, in Mitzvahs, in Chinuch, a new rule of Chinuch, that Chinuch, you don't need to be doing it to the T. It doesn't have to be everything exact. Here it is exact, because since it's good for some gadol, shkoyach it's not good for another gadol if he just did it for him. But sometimes, and in this case, it will be good for the gadol. So, so the katan's fulfilling what a gadol would fulfill. That's a very good point. Let's go weiter. In, in note number seven, this interesting thing, especially for those of us who are learning Gumar Brachos. So we said over here, I'm just, we read the line of the Be'alach again, as long as he reached chinuch, that he's mechuyev midirabonam b'mitzvah tzitzis. So he says in note number seven, Mashmoz Vorov, Shemitzvah Chinuch Mutelas Ala Katan Atzmo. It's Mashmoz from here, the Lashon of the, of the, of the Biralacha, that the Mitzvah of Chinuch is incumbent on the child himself and not, not only on the father. That's the discussion. Is the Mitzvah of Chinuch not a Chiv on the son, just a Chiv on the father to Mukhanach the son? Or is it a Chiv on the son himself? He says it's Mashmoz from here, that from the Lashon, that it's a Chiv on the Katan himself. Okay. He says in the Machlokas and the Gemara and Brachos on Daf Memches, which we learned recently. But fine. One more point, and this is the key point, in note number nine, that we said that even if when he becomes a Gadol, he can continue wearing the paratises that he made as a Katan. Look at note number nine. From the Biyalacha, we don't see anything about a Gadol standing over him. Just when he made tzitzis when he was 12 for himself, it's okay. And he continued wearing it when he was 13, even though there was no gadol omid al-gabov. Even though the Mishra Buddha and Sif Katan Dawud said at the end, I emphasize this point, when we said some say a katan could do a lachachila, some say a katan could do it b'dyevet for a gadol, right? And we said, but according to everyone, it's only if the gadol is omid al-gabov. But here the Biralacha says the katan could do it for himself, and he could even wear it when he becomes a gadol, and it's mashmaf, no gadol is omid al-gabov. So he points out here, 
a beautiful svara from Rav Shlomo Zalman. He says at the end of the note, "Sha'afal pishel inyan talas shalacherim eno neman lomar sheyodeh lachavin l'shma." Even though the cotton is making it for someone else who is a gadol, he's not believed to say he did it l'shma unless there was a gadol omer al gabov. Mikomakom leinyan talas shel atzmo neman hu lomar kain. But when he's making the tzitzis for himself, he is believed. And therefore, the chiluk is, the Mishnabur is discussing a cotton making scissors for a gadol. There he's not believed to say it was a shema, unless it was a gadol omer al-gabov. But if the cotton did it for himself when he was a cotton, and he's going to continue wearing it when he's a gadol, so then he's believed about himself to say that he did a, he did a shema. And that's why I was thinking to answer Lipa's question, that Lechora, once he's... Once he could wear it already when he's a gadol, because he's believed to say he did a shema, so Lechora... He'd be able to let someone else wear it also. That's what I was thinking to answer your question. And that if the logic is that since he's doing it for himself and he, he's able, he's believed to say he did a lishma, so I don't know if he has to wear it once himself or the fact that he could wear it himself, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to then pass it on to someone else because he didn't make it for someone else. He made it for himself. I guess he's more cautious when he does it for himself to say that it was on lishma. Okay, let. If someone wears, if someone makes it for himself, right? And then they wear it, cut it. Yeah. So once he made his own pair of tzitzis, can he make another pair of tzitzis himself? No, but for sure not. For sure not. No, he, he already knows what it's about. Still, he still, knows. still. That's that's clear that that, that would not work. Okay. How, how do you know he's doing the shemshavayim? That, that's what the Berlacha says. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's making the determination when he's a gadol. He, now he's thirteen, no, no, so no. he's determining if he did it l'shem l'shma. How do you know he's doing the you're, you're watching him doing it. How do you know he's... No, you're, you're, if, you, if, if a gadol is Omer al-Gabov, he's telling him, make sure you do it l'shma. Say l'shem mitzvah tzitzis as, as we'll see. So he's saying it. Zokti mechaber vaiter. One more shulchan aruch over here. Sif beiz. Hitil Yisrael tzitzios bebeged below kavana. So let's, so let's, let the last stuff we discussed that a guy shouldn't do it, possibly a woman shouldn't do it, possibly a cotton shouldn't do it. So a, a regular male Yehudi should do it. So he did it. But he did it without kavana. He didn't have kavana to do it l'shma. He's supposed to have kavana to do it l'shma. So in ain't tzitzios acherim lahachshiro yesh lismoch al harambam shemachshir avaloy yevarachalav. If there are no other tzitzis to replace it with, so then you can rely on the Rambam that says it's okay, but you shouldn't make a bracha on it. So again, it's a machlokas whether tzitzis have to, the strings have to be put into the garment l'shma or not. The Rambam holds it does not have to be l'shma. The Rush holds and others hold that does have to be l'shma. So if it was not done l'shma, if you have no other choice, you can wear these tzitzis and rely on the Rambam who says it doesn't have to be done l'shma, but you should not make a bracha. Let's see the Mishaburas that cut and vav. It was put in below kavana. Rotzalomar sha'asa hakesher ha'elyon shehumi daraisa b'li kavana. This means you made the top knot, which is daraisa, without kavana. But if you made the first knot and did the first wrappings with kavana, if you then did the rest of the knots and the wrappings without lishma, then even if you another pair, it's 100% fine. So that which you're talking about doing a lishma is only talking about, as we'll see, the placing of the tzitzis in the garment and doing the first knot and the first wrappings, which are daraisa, that has to be done lishma. Once that's done lishma, the rest we're not worried about. It's better to be done lishma, but you would not have to find a different pair. It would be 100% fine. And if you didn't do a lishma, the part that has to be, you can rely on the Rambam, Sifkat and Zayin. 
Says the Mishabura Afilu Yim Asa Hatzliya Vigam Kohaksharin Vahuyo Shaloba Kavano. Even if you did the hanging in of the strings and the knots and the wrappings, all of it Shaloba Kavano, it's still fine according to the Rambam. The Svirulay the Rambam holds. Afa Gav the Boyit Fiyo Lishma. Even though the Rambam agrees that you need the spinning of the strings to be done Lishma. However, the hanging of the tzitzis in the garment is, does not need to be lishma. And he learns it out that it doesn't have to be lishma from the fact that we learn out from the pasuk of Dabir al bnei Yisrael, bnei Yisrael are not a goy. Because if Yisrael without kavana wouldn't be good, so automatically a guy wouldn't be good. The fact that you need a special puzzle to exclude a guy is mashma that a Jew is good even without kavana. That's how the Rambam learns. The fact that we're excluding a guy is mashma a Jew is fine no matter what. And therefore the Rambam holds without kavana is okay. Now the obvious kasha that we should have asked is just redo it. Take out the strings and do it again. You, you, you put the strings in, you did the first knot, the first wrapping is out kavana, so undo it and, and, and have kavana. Do it again. Why don't we do that eitzah? Simple eitzah. Why are we relying on the Rambam? So, okay, rely on the Rambam, do it without a bracha. Just redo the tzitzis. So says the Mishavura in the third to last line, Ve'en lomer yatirem mehabeged v'yachsor v'yitnem b'kavana l'shem mitzvah. And don't suggest that you should just untie the strings from the beged and redo it. L'shem the mitzvah now. Why not just do that? It's simple. Why rely on the Rambam? Just redo it. Either you have to say it's very close to Shabbos. And your Pasha don't have time to undo it and then retie it. So that's one simple answer. Or a very nice answer. One of the strings ripped. As with the Simon Yudbeis, when you put the strings in initially, every string needs to be a certain size. Yudbeis Gudolin. But once a string rips, if one string rips, it's certainly fine. So the case is, you put all the strings in, and now one of them ripped. So leaving it as is, is okay, because this guy do make tzitzis. But once you're going to start undoing it and retying it, now it's puzzle. Now you have to get new strings. So therefore, says the Mishabura, either it's close to Shabbos, you don't have time to redo it, or these are the only tzitzis you have, and these tzitzis became puzzle for an initial making of tzitzis, and it's only kosher for an after-the-fact. So you want to keep it as an after-the-fact, you don't want to redo it. And the Mishimura continues in Sifkaton Ches on page Chavav. We said, even though you can rely on the Rambam and wear this sitis that was not put in Lishma, but you should not make a brach on it. Even if the only thing that was not done Lishma was sticking the strings through the hole, even if that was the only thing not done Lishma. But meaning that the first knot and the chulia that was all on the shema, as long as the putting in was not the shema, you're ready, you shouldn't make a bracha. The kosher came in osa kesher elyon shalol the shema. Certainly if the first knot was not on the shema, the rashi v'harosh v'atosa svirulu the be'ina midaraisa gam came to the shema. Because all these Rishonim argue with the Rambam and they say even the putting in of the strings into the tzitzis, into the talus, needs to be done the shema. I, what do they do with the drush of the Rambam? They learn that when it says B'nai Yisrael and not to, to exclude a guy, it's not like the Rambam. They say we're excluding a guy that even a Yisrael Omer al Gabba won't work. Right? The Rambam says, why are you excluding a guy? It must be that even a Jew not Lishma is not good. No, they learn that a Jew not Lishma is not good. So why are we excluding a guy? Of course the guy is not good. No, a guy even with the Yisrael Omer al Gabba is still not going to work. 
So they learn a drasha for that, but they hold that it has to still be lishma. Al kain tzarech liyizar lechatchila kodem atzliya babege. Therefore, one needs to be careful in the beginning before he sticks in the strings into the garment. Sheyotzi b'svasa b'feirish atola kol elu atzitzis l'shem tzitzis. He should say mafurish with his mouth that he's hanging these strings in the garment l'shem the mitzvah tzitzis. Ukemosh kasavnu leel b'simin yudalef leinyan. Like we said earlier, Lagabe, the spinning of the strings and the intertwining of the strings, that you should speak it out Lachadchila and say that you're doing it Lishma. Now there is one one Biralach that I'd like to read if we have a little time. Back to page fifty on the bottom, we said if it was stuck in below Kavana. Now the very interesting Biralach over here. Below Kavan on page 50, he writes, what if he just had Machshava? So if you remember when we learned the halachas of the spinning the strings and the Shazira, we said Machshava was a suffix if it works or not. So here he writes, the Imchashav to Lishma, even though we just said in the Mishabura, you should speak it out. Let's say you just thought it, you thought you're doing a Lishay in the Mitzvah Tzitzis, is that good or not? Nearly the Yuchal of Arachalav. Says the Chavetz Chaim, it appears to me that you can, yes, make a brach on it. Why? After Bitzviya Nishanula El Bitzarach Ian and Mahani Machshava, even though we said by the Tzviya, it's Tzarach Ian if it works with just Machshava. Hocha Mutter, why? Echa de Sveik Sveikahu. First of all, it's a Sveik Sveikah. The Shema Halacha de Sagi Machshava. Hey, maybe the Halacha over there was that Machshava Lishma is good enough. So Stam Machshava might be good enough. And maybe those like the Rambam that you don't even need Lishma. In other words, maybe when you need Lishma, Machshav is enough, and maybe you don't even need Lishma at all. Another reason to add on to it to be Mekil is that when you're spinning strings, unless you're thinking, unless you're specifically saying Lishma, you're not doing Lishma. You're making a shirt, you're doing anything, you're not doing Lishma. But when you're hanging in, uh, strings into the corner of your garment, mistami, you're doing it for the mitzvah tzitzis, and therefore that has a stam lishma. So you have three sudden to be makil that a machshava would work. A, you might not need lishma at all like the Rambam. B, it could be like the Savak we had earlier, it could be that machshava lishma is good enough. And, and C, you could say that stam lishma when you're putting the tzitzis in the garment. We only don't say stam lishma when you're doing the tviya, because tviya is not stam lishma, you just stop making strings. The strings could be anything. But when you're putting strings in the corner of your garment, mistami, you're doing it for the mitzvah tzitzis. Why else are you putting strings in the corner of your garment? We'll stop here. We'll continue with Hashem tomorrow night. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myra McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email... Info at shasilluminated.org.